1: takes his faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin?
0: It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational mother. Welcome back, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy.
1: And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast produced by Limitless Broadcasting.
0: Don't forget to go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com and check it out. So today we're talking about the last two Muppet movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how well this is going to go, but we'll be discussing them.
1: Yes. So, okay. For those of you who are under a rock, Muppets have two more recent movies mm-hmm. called The Muppets. I mean, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Made in 20, or that came out in 2011, 2011. It's weird. Cause I want to say 2011. Cause we say 2020 and 2021, but it's, it's 2011, not 2011. Cause it sounds weird. Is it me? I think or it's just you. It just I don't
0: think it's really like a thing. It's okay. You can say either way. It's all right. Okay.
1: Anywho, came out in 2011, and then The Muppets Most Wanted that came out in 2014. So these are the only two ones we're talking about today, so it might be a little short. Yeah. And we got a lot of trivia for both of them, and then we'll see where it goes from there. All right. Ready to start? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Muppets. Uh, So, okay. So to give you some context, the last Muppet movie we had from the last episode we talked about was Muppets from space, space, Mm -hmm. space. What was it? 99, 2000, something like that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: So it's been a good like decade since we've had a Muppet movie. And it's been a good decade since we had a good Muppet movie because the last good one was, I believe it was Treasure Island.
0: Yes. Muppet Treasure Island. Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: So this was like, I don't know why we all of a sudden, I don't know why Disney all of a sudden wanted to resurrect the Muppets. I mean, I'm not mad about it. I love mm-hmm. the Muppets. But all of a sudden, Disney's like, we're going to bring you back. So the, this is the first Muppets production to win an Oscar, which I did not know that. I forgot that no one else has won one. And Brett McKenzie won Best Original Song for Man or Muppets, mm-hmm. which... I love that song.
0: I do too. This has a lot of good because,
1: songs. I think it's also because Sheldon is the man of the Muppets.
0: Good old Jim Parsons. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Gotta love him. So we're going to continue with some trivia. After filming the movie, the filmmakers gave Jason Siegel the Muppet version of himself to keep. Mm-hmm. And this hasn't been done since the original Muppet show. So it's kind of that like nice little, not flashback, nice little, uh, Callback? Call or callback? I, I don't know. It, I don't know. It, it's, it's a night. Nice, it, there's a word and I can't think of it. I've had a day, so <laughs> thinking of words might be hard for me. But it's cool to see that they brought something back from the original mm-hmm. show, which in the original, like first, it was only like three, the first three or four episodes where they gave their guest star the Muppet, like a Muppet version of themselves. Mm-hmm. But it's cool that they they did this. But I mean, they had to have a Muppet version of Jason because of the Manor Muppet song. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't like extra money like in the show. Anywho, that Mm -hmm. was a rant. Due to limited space for the puppeteers, I found this very interesting. Mm -hmm. In the scene where the car is full of the Muppets after picking them all up, because you know, you can't have a Muppet movie without them going across country and picking everybody up in a car. Amy Adams and Jason Segel which like to my knowledge which of all the Disney or all the Muppet movies we've watched this is the first time we've had two actual human beings in the car with Muppets so that was like groundbreaking Mm -hmm. but Amy and Jason actually had to operate some of the Muppets on either side of them because of how cramped everything was so Amy and Jason got a uh, nice little tutorial on Mm -hmm.
0: poetry I think that's funny
1: I think it's so funny, like, and it's why, like, you, that's why you don't really see them moving much, like, their mm-hmm. arms and stuff, because they're literally, like, happening to <laughs> play Muppets on either side.
0: <laughs> yeah, hmm
1: Sorry. <sighs> and I can just see, like, because it's Amy Adams and Jason Segel, I see them just being good sports with it, because mm-hmm. they're just hilarious.
0: I agree.
1: Let's see here next. The filmmakers decided to use only old-style techniques for all the Muppet effects, which we thank you. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Such as remote control and battery operated puppets rather than the computer animation in order to keep with the original style and charm of the Muppets. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Because if they didn't, it wouldn't have been the Muppets. It would have just been like, ugh.
0: It's not the same.
1: It's not. Mm -hmm. The Muppets have to be puppets. Like that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. I did not know this, but it makes so much sense. The role of text Tex Richmond, the bad guy. If you don't Mm -hmm. remember who that is, that is the bad guy where he apparently can't laugh and just says evil laugh, evil laugh. That always got on my nerves. Anywho, (laughs) the role is actually written for Alan Rickman.
0: That would have been so funny.
1: That would have been hilarious to watch. Mm
0: -hmm. That would have been great.
1: When did did we lose Alan?
0: I'm guessing before 2011. I don't know, but I'm, I'm assuming
1: I, I don't feel like it was that far back. Oh, no. We lost him in 2016. Well, then that's just rude. Why was he not in this movie? Well, 2011, when was the last Harry Potter movie coming out?
0: Mm-hmm. Date. 2011, it says.
1: So, more than likely, he mm-hmm. was on press tours and all the things. Again, Harry Potter. Um, because of Harry Potter. Hmm. I mean... He was in all seven of them. Like that was the money maker for him.
0: Kind of important.
1: <laughs> but it would have been cool to see him in the Muppets movies. It really would have. Yeah. Let's see here. Oh, the day prior to the film DVD's release, the Muppets were awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Wait a second. When mm-hmm. I read this, I'm like, wait. It's 2000. 2000- okay, DVD probably was like 2012. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me From 70 no, no, sixties. Sixties? Yes. I mean around
0: since the yes. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. Since they've been around since the early sixties and they are just getting a star on the walk of fame.
0: It's insane.
1: They are just Kermit is just as iconic as Mickey Mouse. The Muppets and Mickey like it's it's the same. Mickey got a star forever ago. What the heck? I don't know. Whoever is out in Hollywood is dumb. They yeah, don't know what this they're is doing. This is
0: ridiculous.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, 2012? Oh, that's mm,
0: ridiculous. Yeah.
1: It's so stupid. It is located in front of the El Capitan Theater, which this was really cool. The theater, the Al Capitan Theater is owned by Disney and plays the Muppet Theater in the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's located in a in a very symbolic spot yes. for, for the Muppet movie because that is the theater they use mm-hmm. to try to bring back the Muppet magic, which... Mm-hmm. I mean, how can you not love them trying to bring back their Muppet magic? Let's see here. Oh, a picture of Jim Henson appears on a poster outside of the Muppet Theater and a picture of him with Kermit the Frog appears on the wall in Kermit's old office, which is great. We need to have those call outs to Jim Henson. I mean, these are his creations. So good job. Disney for making sure to have him in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. This was also the first theatrical Muppet release in which Frank Oz wasn't involved. So we talked about last episode how Frank Oz kind of pulled away from the Muppets during Muppets from Space. That was not a theatrical release. (laughs) No, that was uh, straight to video, to VHS. And for our littles that are, well, you're not littles, but the teenagers that might be listening who don't know what a VHS is, Google it what we had to deal with Mm -hmm. had to rewind we didn't just get to press a button for it to go backwards we had to cover your eyes like don't watch we had to wait for like a minute for this thing to like rewind Mm -hmm. oh i've okay i have watched a couple of vhs's because i still have a vhs player and having to rewind them i have learned how unpatient i am anymore
0: oh yeah there's no way i could do that anymore
1: i'm like this is taking
0: forever yeah. I don't know how we did it. <laughs> I
1: don't well, because we didn't have instant stuff. We had to <sighs> wait.
0: Yeah. Because It was
1: better than having to wait for like it to come out on TV in a month.
0: Mm-hmm. Also a thing.
1: Yeah. Right yeah. Sometimes you couldn't see a movie until ABC family or Disney or Nick or whoever decided Somebody. to put it on. Mm-hmm. And then you got to watch commercials. So they cut things out of the movie anyway. Exactly.
0: It wasn't even the
1: full movie. <laughs> oh the days of anywho that's that's a lot of reminiscing yeah (laughs) but okay so Frank Oz wasn't involved Oz let's see here performed and voiced oh this is a very long one I didn't realize how long this was Oz in the past had voiced Miss Piz Miss Pizzy Miss Piggy Fozzie Bear Animal Sam the Eagle Marvin Suggs
0: i don't know which muppet that is i
1: don't remember who that is amongst other muppets and all the tv shows and all the movies until 2000 oh all the movies and tv shows so maybe it's one of those random little offshoot ones eric jacobson has since taken over oz's official muppet show 1976 characters and frank oz was originally set to direct so he was supposed to direct this movie interesting but he left the project because he was unhappy with the script. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I know we're not supposed to talk about our opinions yet, but do you agree with with Oz? Do you think the I, script, what you,
0: like... I read a little bit about what he had said, and I did see that he changed his mind after it came out. But one of his main criticisms was that there wasn't enough of, you know, how like the Muppets are kind of like sarcastics and snarky. Mm-hmm.
1: It, there wasn't enough
0: of that in this movie. That was one of his mm. main criticisms. But I was just like, mm, Frank, I think you need to calm down a little bit because overall, I think this was a good, as you yeah. we were saying, callback homage to the mm-hmm. original movie. And he did yeah. eventually change his opinion on it. Also, not to interrupt, this is this. Oh, what's his name? Marvin, Marvin Suggs. Suggs. I don't know who this is, but this is what he looks like. He's blue and wearing a very interesting outfit. So That
1: is a ma- ma-
0: mar- mar- ma- mariachi outfit. Yes. Thank
1: you. <laughs> That's a mariachi outfit.
0: I don't know. Here's another one where he's like playing other Muppets. I don't know. Like they're Is drums. he from
1: like the show?
0: I don't know where he came from. I just Googled his name. Oh, it says he was on the Muppet show, the original one. So.
1: I wonder if he was just like a little like
0: he doesn't blurb. seem that he could have been that prominent because I have no idea who he is no anyway if you're listening you should google it because he's an interesting looking yeah character.
1: he has that 70s mustache that makes you wonder <laughs> wonder
0: he sure does yeah
1: yeah well I'm glad Frank changed his mind because I thought it was a good comeback movie mm-hmm. they screwed up in the next one but it's we'll talk about that in a minute Oh, two more, two more trivia, and then we'll talk about our opinions. The new Muppet introduced in this film, Walter, was actually named after Walt Disney himself. That's I did so not funny. know this until I, I watched did not it. Either. Okay. But it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. It really does. It does. Yeah. It does. So Walter is named after Walt, which I think is kind of cool because this is the first movie that Disney is completely in control of. Mm-hmm. So Disney kind of wanted to put their own, their own Muppet in there. And, and it's, it's Walter.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't think he's anything like Walt Disney. I think they should have made his personality a little bit more Disney-esque, but. We'll talk about Walter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and like, what was it? Kermit or Rolf? Which one was the closest to Jim Henson's personality? Rolf. Rolf Rolf was. So like they should have done something like that with like for Walter but anyhow may, might have made him a better character anyhow, um,
0: <laughs> like I said we'll talk about it.
1: <laughs> last bit of trivia Jack Black is in this movie mm-hmm. and this is his first and only and I double checked to make sure nothing has happened since this movie but this is his first and only Disney film to date
0: I did not realize that but I guess yeah
1: it makes I mean a lot of sense he's too raunchy for Disney
0: he he branches out and can do things like this that are not that crazy you know level but
1: yeah but he's not like even though like he did what oh 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 the rock movie school of rock yeah
0: that wasn't that bad no Mm -mm.
1: i can hear i can hear fireworks
0: we're filming this on the fourth so i'm like hearing
1: fireworks in the background i'm sure
0: mine will be coming trust me i think it started to rain that's why it slowed down
1: yeah. Mine's already started. It's only five o'clock here, or no, not even that it's almost, almost it's almost five o'clock here, mm-hmm. but like he's done school at rock and stuff where it's, it's a little bit more on the family friendly side, mm-hmm. but he's, his, his personas that he plays, I just don't think ever are like Disney quality. Like he's Usually. very much like he makes sense to be in another studio.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree with that. You know what I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so that's the trivia that I found on the Muppets movie from 2011. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest; I did not watch it for the show, <laughs> but I have opinions on things because mm-hmm. I have watched it multiple times.
0: Yeah, I haven't watched in a long but, time, so I did rewatch it for the, you, the so, show. Okay, yeah. it's
1: fresher in your mind, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. let you go first on your opinion and things. And if I hear mm-hmm. fireworks, I'm gonna mute myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay so while
0: we were kind of just talking about it i think considering how long of a black period we had with no muppets mm-hmm. no good muppet things mm-hmm. i think this was a really well done and i think part of that was because jason Seagal was a writer on the movie and he's obviously personally a big muppet fan And I don't know. There's another movie he was in, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is super never going to be on this podcast. No.
1: Way not family friendly. friendly. You can't even
0: like dumb it down to make it family friendly. But regardless, in that movie, his character, there's a whole plot where he's creating a play and it involves basically like Muppets in it. And he came up with that. So it kind of makes sense that, even in that he was already kind of alluding to how much of a fan he is of the Muppets. So I think that's really important. And I think we see that in Star Wars, which we will get into next year when we dive back into that. But having someone who is a big fan of something, get involved in the project, I think bodes Mm -hmm. well, generally, Mm -hmm. for the project, because Mm -hmm. of the way he put the movie together, just the opening number I wrote down, life's a happy song, that automatically just gave me very Muppety vibes yeah, right from the start you're just like yeah this is a Muppet movie like Mm -hmm. you can just tell the one of the other things I was kind of missing was the fourth wall breaking they did it a little bit but not as much as the earlier Mm -hmm. movies so I think if you're gonna look into maybe why this doesn't have quite the perfect Muppet feel it'd it'd be little things like this but I don't think it really broke away from it he did have some and I wrote down the ones as I was Watching it, so Amy Adams references this is going to be a really short movie. At one point, Fozzie's <laughs> when he's watching the explosion when Gonzo blows up the factory, I love that part. I'm surprised we had that in the budget. That kind of stuff makes me <laughs> laugh when they do little things like that. Uh, yeah. it, so it was a fourth wall breaker, but it wasn't quite as extensive as they used to do. So I think yeah. that kind of maybe adds to some of the the feeling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I liked all of the callbacks that he did. I think Jason Segel really to the original movie did a lot of really good tie-ins to it one of my Mm -hmm. favorites was sweetums at the car lot when they were collecting them and once again he's left and he's running after them to catch up i was just like that (laughs) was a good that was a good one yeah i liked that and then how the telethon opens and it was just Mm -hmm. like the original muppet show i thought that was that was great obviously a little updated Mm -hmm. with the times but i thought that was really awesome that he did that Mm-hmm. so all of the, the little times were were great in my opinion and I, again I think Jason Segal did an amazing job with the script and the songs and and all of that all of the yeah. music every song in here I really was just like yes this is a Muppet vibe all of it mm-hmm. from the the uplifting songs to Kermit's sad song that he sings while he reminisces about his friends I think mm-hmm. they were all very had that very Muppety feeling yeah. to them mm-hmm. I just talking about what you were mentioning with the 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 scene where they're trying to figure out are you a man or a muppet yeah I remember watching this in the theater and I didn't you know this was still kind of like internet was around and stuff but I didn't usually read a lot about stuff I was going to go see when Jim Parsons walked into the mirror I died laughing like I couldn't even focus I was <laughs> laughing so hard because he was the perfect I'm sorry he was just yes he was perfect for that role. It was freaking hilarious the way he just came into it and the whole song. Oh my gosh. I just, I kind of wish Walter would have stopped being the Muppet and just been, just been the man. <laughs> just been, just been the man. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, that's oh, for everyone. My favorite. I love things. Yeah. I, what was I, I was watching it and I think, Oh, I think I was getting ready to go yesterday morning. I was watching it and we were getting ready to go over to Disney Springs and I was taking forever because I was like I have to get to this part I just want to see him come on come out in the mirror and then I can go and get in the shower and then I'm good (laughs) yeah that's that's a that's a classic one this movie also had a lot of celebrity guest stars which we're used to in the movies there there's just like a million of them but
1: it was mostly during the telethon, too. Yeah,
0: I mean, they had, I literally just took a screen picture of it because I was like, I'm not typing all of this in the notes because there were so many of them.
1: I, I remember Selena Gomez.
0: Yeah, Selena Gomez, and
1: she's like, my agent
0: told me to show up. That that had me laughing, too. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Jack Black, who played himself, mm-hmm. and clearly did not want to be there. Rashida mm-hmm. Jones was the network executive. Mm-hmm. Zach Galifianakis was Hobo Joe. And he shows up, I believe, in the next movie, too. Mm-hmm. Ken Jeong as the punch teacher host on the show. Alan Arkin was the tour guide. I love Alan Arkin as an actor. And again, all of these actors, I feel like are good fits for the Muppets, the way they play Mm -hmm. off of them. So Alan Arkin, when he was so disinterested in his entire job of doing the Muppet tour, like this is the highlight of the tour. Sure wish it was open. Like really, that's like the dry humor. Oh my gosh, he was a good fit for it. Thing. Um, kind of reminds
1: me of like Steve Martin when he was a waiter when he was the waiter I think I,
0: think I like it when people are rude to the Muppets I must have a thing about it <laughs> it's hilarious it just makes me laugh oh Emily Blunt was in there as Miss Piggy's receptionist <gasps> that's right and, and it was, was a callback to like the Devil, Devil Wears, Wears Prada. Prada. yes it was very much like mm-hmm. that same vibe but the stupidest thing about it was she was so like insistent that they leave and then when they came back in as Muppet Man or whatever. And Fozzie's up there looking ridiculous. And he says, I have an appointment. She's like, oh, okay, come on in. Like, seriously, what a Muppet thing. Like that was very Muppet feeling, you know?
1: That was, yes.
0: Whoopi Goldberg was in it with Selena Gomez. Mm -hmm. They were in it together. Yep. Neil Patrick Harris was in it for two seconds. John Krasinski, Mickey Rooney. There were just so many. So many. Yes. And I think they were all very well done. They didn't feel shoehorned in. They fit the Mm -hmm. flow. So again props yeah. to them for getting all of these people and for them doing such a good job and then once yeah. again my favorite Bobo the bear showed up <laughs> with uncle He's in a lot of it yes but Bobo the bear as a villain is the funniest thing ever because he has no idea what's going on and at one it. point when he was literally like are we the bad
1: guys like seriously <laughs> seriously what the heck yeah yeah that that had me cracking uncle uncle deadly he's the he's the blue one with the the things, yes. right mm-hmm. he's in the original show as like this phantom of the theater, so mm-hmm. it's really funny when I see him right see mm-hmm. him in a movie, yeah because I think of that now. I'm like, oh look, it's the phantom of the theater mm-hmm. and
0: I like that he was a double crosser and then he's just like, oh, but in my heart, I'm a Muppet and he he tries mm-hmm. to sabotage the sabotage and yeah, yeah, I thought that was fun and the the it whole was. the ending to the movie is one of my favorite endings to a Muppet movie just because it hits you in the feels if you've been a Muppet mm-hmm. fan and you I know you can mm-hmm. get it yep because when it. they they think no one really cares and they walk out and the streets just flooded with people mm-hmm. that are just like we love you you're the greatest I'm just like oh
1: me too <laughs> when especially when like you think that they're making the money. You think that the calls and the money's coming in and the next thing yes. you know, something hits and it like goes down and it's only a thousand.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, wait a second. And you like, as a Muppet fan, you're like, oh, oh no. And like, you want to you cry and then they walk out and then you do cry, but it's cry of joy because yes. the fans oh, are, are there. I love it. Oh, so good. Cause you, you don't have many actually I don't really think there is another attempt other than Muppets that can that have integrated themselves into the real world Mm -hmm. in their shows and it to just just get us
0: Mm -hmm. I agree yeah
1: like the only thing I can think of is like is animated stuff Mm -hmm. where like Scooby-Doo tried to like bring in like, it's actually real. They're in like our reality. And yeah, mm-hmm. but it was like in the seventies or whatever, but it's like, that's none of that works. Like here, mm-hmm. it just, it works with the Muppets.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just so good. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now I, I agree with everything that you talked about. Mm-hmm. They do need a little bit more fourth wall break because that's like one of my absolute favorite things mm-hmm. of the Muppets. I cannot remember where my favorite people are. Are they is is did we get Statler and? Yeah. Woldorf so Statler and Waldorf. Where were okay. they again?
0: So they were at the beginning working with the oil tycoon to sell the theater cuz you know they're kind of evil in in a sense a little That's bit. Right. And then they show up at the end at the telethon and they were not in it enough in my opinion. No. They were throwing some of their corny jokes at the show. So
1: that yeah. was at least
0: a nice thing.
1: That's right. I remember them trying to sell it. And I remember the first time seeing it in theaters. I'm like, wait a second.
0: Statler, Waldorf, what
1: are you doing? Mm, It was not very nice. Mm -mm. I'm like, I know you don't like the Muppets, but come on, you are a Muppet.
0: Yes, exactly. But at the end, they 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 were doing their their heckling like they normally do. But Jack Black took a little bit of it, but he was mostly being tortured, but he was making the same kind of jokes.
1: This is true. He was kind of a, his, a combination of Settler and Waldorf. But yes, they did need to be more in it. They weren't in very much of some of the other movies we talked about. And I was annoyed no. by that too. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. So, yeah. So let's get away from maybe our favorite things. What do you think of Walter? Or do you want to talk about that more in the next movie? In the next Oh no, one? We, we
0: can talk about Walter whenever you want. So let's talk about
1: Walter. I want to hear your opinion on seagull's brother walter okay so to set up the plot
0: okay i get it but he just was in too much of the movie like i don't care what walter is doing i'm sorry jason seagull whatever i i just i don't care he's named after walt disney that's great i do not care what walter is up to i care what the regular muppets are up to that's nice he came in and saved the day For the show and it was supposed to have meaning and and whatnot but i just there was too much of him and then god forbid we get into the next movie because that is one of the reasons why i do not like it because he is not a main character he's he's not i'm sorry he gets on my nerves it's just no
1: i really think disney wanted them wanted him to be I, I like. I feel like Disney was like, you know what? We're gonna shove Walter in here, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be a part of the normal main cast because we need our own mark on it. It's like no, no, no. no. He's he's not a normal. He is not a Muppet that we grew up with. He wasn't in the originals. He wasn't in any of the old movies. Like he does not work. No, they he's whiny him- too. He drives he, me crazy. Exactly. That's what
0: I'm saying. He's whiny, and then they put him in, which we will get to in the next episode. Some of the new stuff with the TV show. And I was just like, again, with the Walter. And then, no, I'm -hmm. sorry if you're a Walter fan out there, but.
1: And it takes away from our favorites. Like Statler and Waldorf, we're not much in these ones. And I love Statler and Waldorf. They are the original hecklers. Why are they not there? Even,
0: I mean, really, it was like Walter and Kermit. Walter and Kermit, Walter and Kermit, Walter and everybody else. Like, I could have done with more of every other character. Ralph was in it for two seconds, honestly. I mean. Yeah. There are a lot of muppets I like a lot that were not in this as much. Yeah. And I know it's because of what you just said. Because they were pushing Walter.
1: Because they want Walter to be a part of the originals. No. Like, you can't just add originals. It doesn't work like that.
0: No. Nice try, Disney. It failed. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is Sammy. You're tuned in to the Limitless Podcast Network, where we chat about everything from living with chronic pain to our favorite Disney parks. Keep listening and check out our other podcasts at the end of the show.
1: All right, movie number two. The Muppets Most Wanted from 2014. All right. The writer and director, James Bobin, ensured the special effects in the movie were practical as much as possible. We never go down the road of having full CGI character, which you could easily do. The joy of this movie is the Muppets exist. They're real. You can touch them. There are very few forms of entertainment in contemporary world that exist like that. And the Muppets are the last, last, that, I feel like that should be baton but it's bastion of it I don't know they're the mm-hmm. last of it I put that I, I copied that quote because I love it because it's mm. so true they are the last ones like it you don't get it anywhere else like you don't like
0: Mm-mm.
1: where else did you have something of that nature? Mr. Rogers had puppets but it wasn't yeah. the same. Some other ones tried to do puppets but no one really could grasp the Muppets and and that when we loot like when someone decides to stop doing the Muppets and put CGI in, that's when we're gonna lose. Like it puppetry will be done. Mm-hmm. And I hope that never happens. Mm-hmm. Crossing fingers.
0: I'm not gonna say it because we'll talk about it in the next episode. So Okay. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, you yeah. got it. <laughs> yep, I got it. At the end of the sequel song, Walter suggests mm-hmm. calling the Mupp calling the movie Muppets Again. Muppets again was the working title all through filming but was changed at the last minute to Muppets most wanted it makes more sense to be called Muppets most wanted not Muppets again that that doesn't that doesn't sound Mm Muppet-esque it's like what was it one of the movies had a different name too back in one of the other episodes and I can't Mm -hmm. remember what it was but it's like no that's not right
0: yeah I can't remember which one it was either I can't
1: remember either now and let's see here. A lot of work went into making Constantine the frog look slightly different than Kermit. His frill is shorter and wider than Kermit's. His eye slips are more horizontal than Kermit's, making him look angrier. That's not wrong. And his mouth was constructed to look like a frown. Constantine's puppeteer, Matt Vogel, swung Constantine when walking, giving the illusion of a heavy shouldered man's swagger. I mean, they did do a good job of making a look-alike Kermit, uh, almost look-alike Kermit, and making him very evil-looking. I think Constantine was a good bad guy. Like, I think his puppeteer did a great job of mm-hmm. kind of giving that illusion for that. Is this the first, like like, centered-on bad guy Muppet?
0: Yeah, because all the other ones have been kind of, like, jokey. You know, like in the last movie... They were there and they were copies. Well, they of Muppets, were the sidekicks. Yeah. They, they were like the
1: sidekits. Yeah. Because you had the oil, you had what's-his-face who played Tex. And then mm-hmm. Tim Curry's the bad guy in Treasure Island.
0: I mean, he had a bigger part, but he wasn't a Muppet, so. Well,
1: that's what I mean. Like, the main bad guy is normally a human.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this, in this is the case first he time. Was like, Muppet. Who was working with the the human, but yeah, it was the Muppet was the main. Yeah, you're right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe that's why I didn't feel so Muppet-esque. Like they really did they changed Mm -hmm. the formula. Yeah. Let's see here. Okay. This is the first movie in the Muppet franchise to make numerous references and establish continuality with a previous muppet movie in this case the muppets from 2011 all previous muppet movies rebooted afresh for each outing so that characters could be given new or origin stories whenever convenient and meet each other for the first time repeatedly i wonder yeah. if this is another
0: reason maybe because no muppet movie has acknowledged the, the previous, previous muppet because even the last one did callbacks but there was no like straight up like
1: yeah, no, In like everyone's,
0: you know, yeah.
1: I mean, the last one was, like, they all knew each other, so they didn't mm-hmm. have new origin stories. So, technically, this isn't the first film mm-hmm. for continuality. The last film was because mm-hmm. it did continuality from the show, not from a movie, mm-hmm. but right. from a show.
0: Yeah.
1: So, I wonder, yeah, hmm. Part of me wonder, like, as I'm reading some of this trivia, I'm like, mm, that's probably why the formula, like, it fell off, because mm-hmm. they- They tweaked the formula and you can't tweak a Muppets formula.
0: No, I agree.
1: Anywho. Okay. So when Bunsen sings his part in the opening number, we're doing a sequel where he mentions this is actually their seventh sequel to the Muppets movie 17 or in from 79, excluding their direct to DVD and television movies. Eight bit music is being played why did I cop, why did I, what, why did I do that eight bit music? Hold on. I feel like I had a point for that and I don't remember what it was.
0: I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. So if you don't know, eight bit music is what's called chip tune. So it sounds like so I'm just going to read it to help you understand. Mm-hmm. So is a style of syn- synthesized electronic music made using their programmable sound generator, sound chips, or synthesizers and vintage arcade machines, computers, and video game consoles. So they use this like archaic music, this archaic style mm-hmm. to get, to be able to find the voice of Bunsen, which I found interesting that they mm-hmm. had to go back. Cause this is like seven, like this is, music from like 70s, 80s Mm
0: -hmm, sort of
1: deal. So I found that interesting. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I had to like refresh my memory on what what that was. All right, let's see here. Tina Fey, I forgot Tina was in here. Mm -hmm. Tina Fey and voice performer Matt Vogel prepared with a dialect coach for the roles of Nadia and Constantine. So they had to get some dialect coaches which makes sense because it was mm-hmm. a french accent
0: wasn't she french? russian russian she was russian
1: nadia russian russian yeah and sorry. then
0: he was what's constant constantine's russian too then right
1: he's either russian or french i can't remember which one i don't know okay for everyone listening i'm gonna be honest i've only seen this movie once mm-hmm. and i did not watch it recently I watched it in 2014. Basically. So yeah, anywho, Jason and Amy from the previous Muppets movie that we just talked about are not in this movie, which is why Mm stand-ins are shown from the back at the beginning. So they didn't continue into this movie, which I mean, makes sense. They're usually you only have the Muppets have this role where they really only have you do one. Mm Mm-hmm cameo i think there's only been one or two people who have done more than one cameo right mm-hmm. but you only usually get one cameo in a mu- muppet movie and then yep. move on mm-hmm. and let's see here at one hour and 47 minutes this is the longest muppet movie whether it televised or released theatrically to date the extended version on blu-ray runs 12 minutes longer what 12 minute footage is on the extended i
0: have no idea
1: I feel like it'd make it worse.
0: Yeah. I don't think I want to sit another 12 minutes to watch this.
1: Yeah. So Sammy, what's your opinion on the movie?
0: Well, like you, I've not seen this in years. I can't really remember if I've seen it more than once, but if I did, it would mostly be two times. And when I was discussing this, well, so yesterday I was finishing up the last Muppet movie And then, of course, Disney Plus is like, okay, do you want to watch Muppets Most Wanted? And I'm like, no. And I did not remember. But this was the first, which makes sense, Muppet movie that I took my husband, Robbie, to. And I was like, oh, this must be why you don't get the Muppets, because I took you to a not very good movie to see them. Sammy,
1: why would you do that to him? Well, it's
0: not like I knew when we went to the movie theater that it was not going to be great. Wait,
1: why didn't you take him to the Muppets from 2011 because, because you guys
0: were together, weren't you? No, that came out before I met him. So, yeah. I I thought you met I'm pretty sure I saw that movie. I don't know who I saw it with. I don't know if I saw it with you or Logan. I talked about it with Logan. I think I saw it with Logan and Logan was seeing it for like the second time when I saw it, I think.
1: Was that the movie you, me, and Logan went together and he saw it and we did not and he was being a dumb butt?
0: No, that was Toy Story 3 and I remember that specifically because he tried oh, okay. to ruin the ending. But That's right. I don't remember the specifics on this. But I do know, no, I was not. This was before Oh, 2011.
1: That. I wasn't home for in the summer because I was working yeah. at that point. So. Exactly.
0: So I think I went and saw this with Logan, I believe.
1: Wait, when did you meet Robbie?
0: Not till August, almost September. And I think this came out in the summer. Oh. Yeah.
1: I swore you met him while I was still in college, but I guess no, no, you didn't. Mm -mm. No. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then this
0: was the, not that, I mean, I didn't know. So, but I was like,
1: because
0: when I came up on the screen, he's like, you're not going to watch that. Right. And I was just like, no. I'm not going to watch this one. <laughs>
1: okay. I don't remember them even breaking the fourth wall in Most Wanted.
0: I don't think they did. But honestly, I couldn't tell you for sure since it's been so long. And this movie frustrates me because it has a lot of good actors in it. And I just think, like you were saying, they didn't follow the formula. And I don't think they utilized the actors that they did have in a good yeah. way. Like Ricky Gervais- Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. He is like the rudest of the rude. Like he would have been perfect for a traditional Muppet movie. Tina Fey, mm-hmm. very sarcastic and snarky. Perfect for a Muppet movie, but they were not utilized in that way.
1: No, they were not.
0: Didn't help. I do remember Ty Burrell, who is the, the French agent that worked with Sam Eagle. Mm-hmm. I remember those scenes being kind of funny, but I love Sam Eagle. So that may have been a little bit askew on that. But I do kind of remember thinking that was one of the funnier parts of the movie
1: yeah
0: but yeah i'm trying to see i saved the cameos because i was like i can't remember who was in in this so they had tony bennett in this movie sean combs aka puff daddy aka p diddy was in this movie <laughs> which i did not remember, I don't remember uh, that. gambling with pepe and i just i did not remember that mm. honestly i didn't let's see Celine Dion was in there, Lady Gaga, Zach Eliphanakis was back, Josh Groban Selma Hayek was in it as herself.
1: And I remember Groban in it.
0: I kind of remember him. And I kind of remember Selma Hayek with Gonzo a little bit. Mm. Tom Hiddleston was in it, and I did not remember that. He was? Yes, and I didn't remember that either. <laughs> yep. Mm hmm. Ray Liotta is back again. He made this. So this is his second cameo in a movie because he was in the well, Muppet Caper. Mm-hmm. same with yeah, Zach. Same with Zach Let's see. James McAvoy was in it. Uh, I'm trying to just quickly. Stanley Tucci was in it. And I, I remember him because he was a guard. So I remember him being in this movie. I love Stanley. Me too. So Usher was in it. Did you remember Usher being in it? Nope. Usher was in it too. Yep. And Christoph Waltz was, as played as himself, and he did a waltz with Sweetums. And I did not remember any of this. I don't remember this. Yes. Uh, so,
1: yeah, it's a bit. So pathetic. I apologize to anybody who's listening that loves Muppets Most Wanted. Sorry. I hate to tell you, but more than likely, the only reason you like it is because you didn't grow up watching the original Muppets and are deprived.
0: hmm Yeah. I, Jason Segel did not come back for this one as a writer, let alone an probably actor. Probably heard it, and I, I really like. I said you should have people working on the Muppets who really, really are big fans because. Why
1: didn't Frank come back? Like he, he, he realized that the twenty thousand, the the, the Muppets mm-hmm. did well. He liked it. Why didn't he come back and write or direct this one? It would have been wish better. He
0: did I wish he did? But I don't know. I think it was the whole, mostly the formula thing. They didn't, they had good Mm -hmm. actors, but they didn't utilize them in the best way necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) And just
1: everything was just off.
0: And Walter, wasn't it too much? He could have been a background (laughs) character. That may have been half the problem with this He should
1: be is a background character. He's not an upfront character. Like if they actually created a Muppet that actually, that drew us into the Muppets, I could see a new Muppet becoming a part of like that mm-hmm. cast, but the fact that he is so annoying and he make he doesn't he doesn't like I don't know what kid would even relate to him on any level.
0: You wouldn't. I don't think.
1: It just it just it. Bleh. I'm not. How I feel. Just,
0: uh, yeah, I'm just not a fan. Not a fan. And then I mean, the whole I get annoyed too. okay. So this whole Constantine nonsense. I got annoyed because they took this stupid movie and then they tried to shove it in our faces at the Muppet vision 3D and I remember being angry for years because they took the opening when you're waiting for the show to start and they freaking stuck Constantine. I
1: remember that. This is
0: an example of a shoehorn no purpose no segue just in yep. the middle of the regular pre-show and I was yep. just like what is wrong with you I don't want to see his stupid face yep. where are my regular Muppets and then they finally when they took him out I was so happy so happy
1: sorry I looked to see if there was any fourth wall breakage in this movie and so pretty much when they're saying they're doing a sequel that's fourth wall
0: breakage. oh well yeah the whole it's song just... yeah
1: that's very minute in mm-hmm. in Muppet world mm-hmm. apparently Rizzo and Robin who's Robin I don't know maybe it's another rat briefly appeared to mm-hmm. re- reference their limited roles in the previous movie mm-hmm. which is true they kind of cut oh, Rizzo maybe, out again maybe she's
0: the female rat because sometimes he hangs out with the Probably. female rat so yeah yeah okay
1: And then a scene in the extended version of the film features dialogue that directly and literally breaks the fourth wall. So they took it out of the normal movie. That probably would have made it feel a little bit more Muppet if they would have kept it in the movie. But only two instances, instances, did they break the fourth wall. (sighs) I mean, the Muppets have more. Like I'm looking right here. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine instances in the previous Muppet movie that had fourth wall breakage.
0: I believe it because I didn't write it all down, but I knew it wasn't as much as maybe a previous one. But
1: Muppet Treasure knew it was. Island has eight.
0: Oh, okay. I would have thought it would be. More.
1: Um, you know what,
0: though? But the Muppet Treasure Island has that whole stupid other scene with the little rats on the cruise. So, I mean, it's like.
1: Yeah, those, those are breakup. continuous. That's yeah. just. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're probably just. Yeah, they're counting it as one, but it's mm-hmm. technically, technically more. Yeah. Muppets Carol didn't really have many because that was. They just didn't. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten in the caper. Mm hmm. But I mean, it just two. All the other ones had at least 10. This one had two for a reason. And they weren't even real. No. So annoying. Okay, I'm done talking about this movie. Are you done? Me too, because I know. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins. I'm sorry that we were so, like, rantish about the Muppets today. But, hey, they're not all diamonds in the rough. No. But thank you so much for listening. Please like and subscribe and follow us on social media, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Mm -hmm. You will find our lovely faces and our lovely content Mm -hmm. all over those social media channels. Where else can they find us, Sammy?
0: Like I said, beginning, LimitlessBroadcasting.com. Information will be there about this podcast and all the other podcasts that we produce. A link to our Patreon account is on there as well. Any of your donations are greatly appreciated and can get you a chance to hang out with us as the third box at the bottom. So please check that out. Also, make sure you rate, review, like, subscribe, all of the things when you're listening to the show, um, wherever you're listening to us at.
1: Yes, please. We'll see you next week for the final, well, no, it's not final, no. but we're, we're talking about some of the, the new shows and there's not many of them and mm. it's going to be... Good luck listening. Bye. It is what it is. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins. Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.